1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
2: Hello, this is Boys Don't Quiet, and this is part two of our discussion of empathy. We haven't even gone there with politics or sex yet and let's face it when we're talking about politics it's very good at fucking the world so we will get there at the end little quiz first At what women have a peak they don't become like men become steadily more empathetic and emotional as as it goes on they're like a ski jump whereas women have a little a little peak (laughs) and and then they still stay empathetic but they're never at their peak when do you think their peak empathy is Estebanito? can you guess
3: I don't know, but is that like why your nan's always like a proper
1: ass? <laughs> <laughs> that you know, That's true. That's Because the hardest person That's in every true. family
3: is always the is always the nan. Yeah, you're not far. So you're granddad, not, you're not far off. Grandad will always start start uh, I, crying, and nan's always just like, oh shut up, old
2: man. Right, what do you can't reckon? Can't
3: wait for him to die. Um, I would say eighty. 70 70 is the time that women get angry and men start wanking in tube stations
2: so you think women's empathy drops off again in their 70s slightly is what you're saying so yeah right so you're saying in the in the sort of 60s would be the peak See, would you yes. a different guess so, so i would have actually on the other on. end of the spectrum i was actually going to go like 30. so 32 is when they they first come into their fully developed uploaded it is late 50s early 60s so you were almost bang on there so that's when uh, the aromatherapy, like the aromatherapy candles come out. Tupperware parties, sat on the phone all day. Loads of friends, loads of courses, <laughs> and then slowly, miserable old lady, bastard death. <laughs> I can't
3: wait for that. that it's
2: gonna be the best. Just time. skip out the middle stage, Esther. You're a stand up You don't need to worry about the middle. Bit. Just turn into Joan Rivers. Fuck it. <laughs> so obviously, um, this is interesting. Now I've obviously got a vested interest in this one being true. Um, But there is a lot of evidence for this. Obviously, human beings are the only creatures on the planet, really, that have proper art. Lots of creatures have culture, depending on how you um, define it. But we're the only ones that write books and make paintings and things like that that tell stories. And there is a lot of evidence that empathy can be honed and increased through the reading of fiction, which notoriously men are awful at. Men love reading, don't get me wrong, there's a non fiction book, it's a good science book out. You read that biography of Winston Churchill, but there's not many girly boys like me whose shelves are absolutely packed full. Just uh, My panel won't be able to see, but I've A to Z, my biggest wall is fiction, from Jane Austen to Zola. I love a story. I don't care whether the protagonist is female, male, British, American, African, what, or Indian, whatever the story is, as long as it's a good story, I read it. I love fiction, which would explain why I'm such a wuss and cry at pet programmes and stuff, because I've been honing my empathy from an early age by reading fiction so studies show that young boys as well as adult men prefer non-fiction over fiction and the male appetite for fiction decreases as you age so you may have might have read novels in your 20s when you're at uni and you find yourself in 30s thinking do you know what i only fancy military history and science now what's going on <laughs> military history <laughs> what do you think about that are you, either of you readers of fiction audiobook would count you see I've, I've never read much when
4: it, especially not fiction i was i've always been it's, for me documentaries is how I learn so I can't just learn by just taking in text whereas if you ask me to recite Ace Ventura I could do that as a kid
2: <laughs> do you right do realise that is not a documentary about animals you do realise
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love documentaries particularly Ace Ventura
2: yeah, do you know what I mean <laughs> my favourite bit is where David At- Forget about Attenborough, it's all like I like it where David Attenborough says alrighty then <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then he out the rhinos. Oh, I know, that was really lame. inappropriate.
2: In the, in the March of the Rhinos on BBC One with David Attenborough and he crawled out of that anus. <laughs> <laughs> Esther, are you a reader? Audiobook would count. And I suppose if let's not be classist about this, if we were in a culture, I grew up in working class culture, we could translate that to documentaries versus soap operas. I mean, mm. it's mostly the mums and aunties that watch Coronation Street, EastEnders, uh, the BBC, I mean, Don't Tell the Midwife, stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, plenty of men enjoy Line of Duty and the, the sort of netflix box sets. But if we're talking about fiction, I would say soaps are closer to fiction.
3: Um, yeah, I probably read a lot more before I had children. So now I kind of dip in that things. as if I'm travelling for for gigs and stuff, I'll read. Um, and I was, yeah, I'd read a lot more fiction than... My husband would. But I know I grew up in a household where my mum would read like Jane Austen. She'd read Oh middle, really. She'd read fiction. Yeah, she was a real avid Do you come uh, from do you come
2: from a working class background, would you say? Yeah.
3: No, I'm middle class because my mum was very working class and my dad was wealthy and so we were very middle class but it's unusual
2: yeah. for a working class woman to be reading one of the five canonical authors cover to cover it's it's not as common well, as you yes. my mum was yes. a reader but she'd read Catherine Cookson or you know that's what like that. my
3: grandmother would read yeah. Catherine Cookson yeah so she would read all that and then my mum went and did her degree in English wow. literature but she that's was cool, a big man. she was a big um big literature whereas in my dad was just it was all physics Mate. Right. So, because he was. I mean, it's like the stereotypes
2: physics. in action. I mean, physics versus Jane yeah. Austen is the very embodiment yeah. of what I just described. <laughs> yeah. He was literally. like, oh, my god Mr. Darcy's going to love her. That's because the neurons to do with eroticism have been aroused by him coming out of the lake. And therefore, Elizabeth Bennet will fall in love with him, as she is chemically predisposed to. to, Like (laughs)
0: loads
3: of like romantic stories and stuff, and then I just hit an age, and I was like, "What a load of bollocks! Mm. What a load of bollocks!" (laughs) Um, And like now, that would not appeal to me at all. I'd much rather read um, biographies now, or or things which are real, and I much prefer realism. I hate uh, rom-coms. I hate romance in films. I think she's I bet your husband shriek. loves them,
2: doesn't he? Oh, fuck yeah, like Bridget them. <laughs> Jones wants to bang both of them, but she can only choose one. But stuff
3: like that. But <laughs> <laughs> 50 Shades of Get Some Self Respect, all that shit. I'm just like, oh.
2: <laughs> Just have a wank, be honest. You could knock one out <laughs> five, min- five minutes later and get on with your life. <laughs> Sit through 90 minutes of that I'm rubbish. She's going to showcase some domestic violence. But that's,
3: yeah. that's essentially, it's just like, why do, women, why do women like really aggressive men? Oh, let me think. Fifty Shades of Grey. Let's just explain that to everybody as a, exactly. as a role
0: model
2: of what we're supposed to I mean, he's not sexy. the most empathetic narrator, is he? When yeah. you're getting like a cucumber right. up the bum and then your call's not returned. I mean, if you're going to get something shoved in your bottom, the very least you want is a reply to a text message, I think. That's the minimum. <laughs> if you've been shoving things yeah. in my body in a posh flat the night before, reply to my text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a little bit of dating advice, gentlemen there. A little bit of dating yeah. advice. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> let's move on to Friends. Now, studies and data over the last 20 years have unearthed the fact that men aren't generally as empathetic to their peers. That seems to be changing. I mean, literally changing as we speak. This is one of the programmes that's trying to change that. But the statistics aren't backing that up. It seems that men are growing less and less empathetic. Um, so we developed this idea recently of uh, checking in. Are you OK, male mental health? Checking in, checking in. It's, I've changed my uh, emoji. I, I, I make a podcast called Boys Don't Cry. We're all wearing the T-shirts. But the, sadly, the statistics don't. The, doesn't look like it's working. How good are men at checking in with their friends? Does it change with age? Have you noticed a difference on, on the boys' WhatsApp group, Brad C, from like five years ago, so, for example?
4: Yeah, I think it really has, actually. And I don't know if it's from my specific demographic age-wise but so for example i i see a therapist once a week now and that came off the back of so my dad died three years ago and i didn't really sort of address it and i thought you know what they've got i've got something that's unaddressed and it needs i need to work out why i didn't grieve and all the rest of it and i now see a therapist and off the back of that it's made me ask loads of questions about myself but also about other people and so many of my friends now and I say so many I don't really have many I've got a number of really close friends but it will be how are you and once upon a time I guess it would have been a lot more what are you, um, how are you parenthesized with bands or, or the rest the of it place,
2: what are you doing has changed to how are you what are you up to how's it going how's work 100% and I actually think
4: that things like let's say the unfortunate death of Caroline mm. Flack I think it's stark reminders that people can Spiral so quickly. I she's obviously she was a woman, but it's it's pertinent mm-hmm. examples throughout. And and I just really quickly touch on what we were talking about before is that um, so there was a study done about children that experience extreme violence and danger before the age of five and that affects their prefrontal yeah. cortex to the point they will actually have less empathy for the rest of their lives. Um, and so it kind of then says to me, well, hang on, if certain stimulation can life-changingly alter it why can't other information change it maybe for the better but yeah I definitely think that um, certainly my friends and these are all males are much more caring and understanding and just I guess aware and I think we could chuck out you know the old tropes of like you say dropping in catch up how are you but it, to me it comes from a real sense of authenticity and purity That's that.
2: That's a Max nice is- thing to hear. Now, I, I think it's rather pointless going to Esther on this one because I think she's just going to tell us about the time her fella cried in the lounge with his daddy or something like <laughs> that. I don't think he'd like <laughs> to move on much more than that. He wouldn't get out of bed, would he? <laughs> I fucking saw a sparrow. I saw a sparrow hit in a by car <laughs> earlier. <laughs> like, it might be something that's hard for you to to comment on because a boys WhatsApp group is like one of the few things I think girls don't get <laughs> they don't don't know about anymore. It's like what a men ma- yeah. Gentleman's smoking club was years ago. Yeah. It's a bit of a sealed unit. We know some horrifically offensive videos go around in there with people doing porn things. We know men like to send videos of a forklift truck falling down a hole uh, where the person's seriously injured for some reason. <laughs> men love forwarding those. But also going on in those groups as to is It's definitely new for me. I've seen it all the time to the point where I don't know if it's my age or my background. I'm a little bit oh, I get goosebumps, and then I check in with myself. are You're right. You're definitely all right, mate. And then the side group. We need to check in with Bob. You know, Bob didn't see him himself. Should we take Bob out for a drink? This is new shit, man. This did not happen ten years ago. So I feel like that's progress. Esther, have you seen it with any Um, of your brothers' friends? um...
3: No, I've not. My other half is still like I don't think he'd ever chat to anyone about how he's feeling. Mm. And I think there are times when that's been really hard. Like, you know, when you're going, like you said, Radzi, you you lost your dad. And if you don't ever process that, it becomes, you know, it, it messes with your head. Um, and there are there have been times when I've desperately wanted him to talk, but he isn't. He's a closed book and they'll still do that. You're right. Yeah, you're right. How's work going? And that's his chat with his mates. I don't. Right. And it takes a lot of alcohol and a wedding <laughs> and it for it to be 1 a.m. And you find them <laughs> sobbing at the back, just going, "And I just love you. And the way you dealt with your dad's, you know, and. You're just there going okay this is this is how it's done it's not going to be done in a more kind of rational level. We just mm. have to build it all up over a year and then get drunk and but then you have a breakdown
2: seems like it's changing so that's the positive I really every every changing. week I run out of freaking time and let's try and keep this one brief, but uh, it's been undeniable that during the time of covid one thing has become apparent that men are great at doing lots of things. Men are obviously always going to run faster. We're going to lift more weight. We are built stronger. There's nothing we can do about that. There's loads of things boys are good at, gentlemen. But in my honest opinion, this is not a feminist opinion. This is me looking at it. I don't really think men should be running countries anymore. We've had a fair go at it. And just based on the evidence, I don't give a toss who's in charge. Man, girl, gender neutral. I just want the best society. I'm not, I don't have an agenda here. Uh, I just think girls make better political leaders and it comes from this empathy thing we're talking about today the reason why let, let's delete Margaret Thatcher from our mind pretension never existed the reason why the, the, the COVID countries run by females have been so much more successful is I'm guessing the first thought of a female is well how does this affect everyone else not how does this affect me which is where we come to the nub of what we're talking about, should do women make better leaders because of empathy? Do you know what? I'm just going
4: to have to jump in initially. So I, the reason I oh. reject that is it, yes, President, away, President it's Yes, <laughs> President <laughs> When 75% of our prime ministers have come from one privilege school, that is not a True. spectrum of men True. at all. And I have not seen a political leader, whether it's Blair, Brown, Cameron, whoever True. it might be, major go all the way back none of them are from Wolverhampton. No. none of them have even close to the upbringing that i've had and that's not i'm saying it's not wrong but it's also just not they are no more reflections of men and therefore the, the empathy than than usain bolt is a reflection of all black people's
2: ability to run fast because I mean, well if it made. is very well done. I mean you gotta go if you do go back to someone that had a background like well I grew up start councillor state and then we got around councillor, you're back into the government of Bavan and they're the people that started the national health service and the welfare state. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's the least I think
3: yeah, I think their conditioning, like you said, Razi, the the conditioning that they've been given is one of entitlement and privilege and also real opportunities. Yeah. Opportunity, opportunitism, opportunitism.
2: Yeah. can't o- speak. Opportunistimilism. Opportunis- <laughs> opportunis-
4: <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At Nile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why can't women run
3: the country? Well, firstly, they can't fucking do cool. it. <laughs> um, just <laughs> words. They've got a real problem with words, okay. which is an issue. But, yeah, I think they're conditioned. So the, the the little fragment that we're looking at is one of just being, I would do anything to, to have that. It's all about greed and, and sustaining that greed rather than actual looking okay. at welfare. Okay, well, let,
2: let's simplify it like we would if we were trialling a drug on the human body. Let's control out the variables. <laughs> I have for you the next leader of the United Kingdom. Every variable is controlled out. Make them whatever class Ivory background whatever what skin color whatever way you want them to look they look that way in your head you have a choice the fraternal twin sister of that person or the boy is it really (laughs) flip a coin makes no difference gender is a construct do you believe that radzi or would you think come on let the mums have a go mums run shit (laughs) mums and nans run shit
3: Britain will never Legit- go without snacks
2: again. <laughs> I've made you pack lunch for the war. <laughs> go on, get a pillage that country for its wealth. Here's your pack lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands. For Christ's sake, your hands are dirty from raping that country of its wealth and resources. Do you know what I've suddenly
4: a thought? That I have not had a thought in my life before. I wonder if your entry into politics kind of precludes your ability to oh. have empathy oh. in the same way that we would associate with Traditionally, in this scenario, women having Because actually, I was thinking to myself, is there any. I thought, actually, if you had these twins and they both the same life experience, and I thought, I would want the woman by principle. I thought, would the kind of woman I want even enter into politics? And I don't know whether she would. And so, yeah, so I wonder almost by her very entry if that actually means that she probably is not appropriate to be given the position based exclusively on her ability to have empathy, because I don't think she'd probably
2: have any. Well. What about you, Esther? I mean, you just go across the board. Look at life insurance, health insurance, driving insurance. Women are less violent, take less risk and do less nasty, violent yeah. things. So, oh, I think I've just had fucking twentieth century. Can yeah, do I know, one, but
3: then, like, look at Theresa May. She just sold, shed loads of arms to Saudi so they could bomb mm. Yemen out of existence. True. I just, yeah, I don't know. All
2: women, except English he- women, should run the world. <laughs> <All> women- <laughs> <laughs> Except in England where it makes no difference. <laughs> Is that, Can we have that as a sub-rule? Yeah, we'll
3: do Scottish that. Scottish women we'll seem that. to be all
2: right. Sturgeon smashing Scottish
3: it. Scottish women? Well, yeah, she's she's smashing it.
4: <laughs> you know what, mate? I would actually say, given a, given a choice, I think women would do the business more so than men. Because it's it's... Like you say, I think the question is exactly that. How does it affect you? Probably got other yourself people? Home Secretary first... off that statement
2: from the future leader. I recognize a man that's going Thank into politics later in life, and has it.
4: <laughs> but yeah, but it's just because even Justine Ardern, I was speaking to somebody who's from New Zealand, and he said she isn't nearly as popular in New Zealand as our perception is of her no. externally looking inwards. Uh, which I think is quite interesting, and then the same kind of with Merkel as well in Germany, and even actually, ironically, if we look at the kind of response to COVID, possibly the countries that have done best in COVID have been leaders that have had the least empathy, because it's about we don't care about you, we're going to lock you down because we're going to be looking for the the benefits of the economy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, yeah, also right, right. So we, we are responses. we almost
2: out of time, but we'll finish as we nearly always end up finishing uh, with the subject that certainly obsesses men the most and I'm guessing women too, which is sex. Nob yeah. size. Nob size, we've done a whole <laughs> virtually a whole episode on knob <laughs> size. Uh sex. Now empathy when it comes to the mating game. Now we've we thankfully we've covered the largest part of this about sexual attraction to the alpha male, so let's not re-go there. I want to focus solely on are men likely to make better or worse lovers, i.e. the bedroom gymnastics themselves based on our lack of empathy. Or I put it to you, because that's the stereotype. Let's get the stereotype out of the way. Gary of Geordie Shore climbs on humps, like one of those cows you see being milked on a farm, <coughs> climbs off again, doesn't give a shite, right? That's the stereotype. And sadly for us men who have taken the time to study the manual, that, men is a, that man is a minority group, but sadly ladies, that's the man you were probably banged by when you were in your 20s because he had the confidence to go out on the pool. It's my contention that the majority of men, particularly the ones that don't get laid, have studied all of the uh, books, have studied all of the films and are a pleasing machine waiting to happen. They just never get to practice their skills. And the reason I, the reason I say that is who has got more motivation? out of men or women who's the pervier who wants to get laid more men or women come on it's not controversial to say that most of the time men are the pervy ones that want to get laid therefore who has got more motivation to read the manual back to back and know what they're fucking up to who has got more motivation to have more empathy in the bedroom men or women Manito. your question <laughs> <laughs> don't know
3: <laughs> I don't know Ready?
2: End of show Bye No uh, Do you know <laughs> Do you <laughs> like, know what I mean it? Do you know what I mean A man is I always well, I felt
3: I can't imagine a man sitting there Reading a manual. I have
2: I can show you Hold on He's going to go and get it I read this oh, book When him. I was about 15 Long before I'd even touched boobs under a cardigan,
3: satisfaction.
2: I stra—this is the only one I've under
3: a cardigan. Where were you copying off when you were fifteen? No, that was it. That's what I dreamt of—was
2: touching boobs (laughs) through a top. That was my first goal, which I had to wait till I—I didn't kiss a girl till I was sixteen. Kiss. So at fifteen, I was in—I was in the full Sahara desert of masturbation and loneliness, and I drenched myself. In this knowledge, (laughs) so with the knowledge, (laughs) drenched in knowledge. This is where this is where the bits are. There's a section cut out, reads. I don't know why I've cut that out. It's in the "What (laughs) do women think about penises?" page. uh, The 15-year-old me has cut a page out. My point is this: all the boys like me that were like me, the sensitive ones, the ones that were slightly good at school, the nerds, the ones that desperately wanted to fall in love and have girlfriends all what yes they watched porn for the obvious reason but all also studied porn for the other reason the technical want to smash it out of the part when it does happen reason a lot of them read books like this what's this bit how does that work how do i know if i'm doing it right we were briefed and ready to go because we were so eager to get laid which is why i'm putting the controversial you know what, I- counterintuitive theory that men could potentially be more empathetic in the bedroom radzi help me out. Yeah, no, so no. If I, I had that. a pound
4: for every girl that liked me at school, I would have had zero pounds. <laughs> so I, I was very much in that camp, Russ. But what I would say is, I think if we're saying who makes the better lovers, men or women, I think it's not even a not even a contest. I, I think it's women all day, every day.
2: I'm talking and about, em- I'm talking about oil- empathy, reading the needs of someone. If you, it's a heterosexual, heteronormative relationship, so these people don't even have the yep. equipment you have. So who has is able to go tuning in, know what this body opposite me needs. Who's better at that?
3: Oh, I don't know, you know. I don't think that is something which is down to gender. I think it that's might, down
2: to the individual. Might be the answer. It often is on this show. I don't think Are men shit if, if some a lot of the answer is that men are shit at being... Oh, my satisfaction guaranteed book just fell on the floor. I'll give that a reread later. But uh, <laughs> Uh, but this—the stereotype is—it's undeniable that men are uh, climb on hump. She, yeah, she, yeah. she all guys orgasm. Bothered next. I don't think. That's no, stereoty- I
3: don't think that's the case. I think, I think, if when, when guys are in a relationship and they, and they care about you, I think they do want. You know, they want you to be happy and comfortable. And I think it's. I think you're an arsehole if you, if you just climb on, do what you got to do, and then off you get. You're just a complete arsehole. I call them function, I,
2: function pumpers. I call them
3: function a guy where you're essentially he's just using you to wank exactly yeah
2: exactly you put it so much more elegantly than I ever could (laughs) I mean I do I do I mean do you want me to wank you off with my whole body <laughs> that you would just do it. Itself, <laughs> it. F Y I girls, that would do it for most men listening. to this, I don't, I don't want to throw that away as a line because trust me, it would work within about you two minutes. wank
3: me off with my whole body. Yeah.
2: Yes. Uber. Uber. Can we get an Uber, please? <laughs> Uber.
4: Esther, <laughs> 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 so, can I Sorry. put this conundrum to you? Yeah. So a friend of mine who's married, I won't say a name for obvious. Oh reason, Becky. Yeah. Yeah. Said to girl. me. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh yeah, big Bex Yeah, <laughs> lovely girl. Um, Busty Bex. She. Uh, she said to me, "I do my wifely duty and just get on with it." And I said, "What?" I and I'm not going to say how long she. Hands
2: washing up. that's so out of order.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's and she said, "I think you'd be surprised how yeah. many women see." That that is is just something that they have to do. And you're nodding, Esther, which is so concerning. No, not for
3: me. Not for me. Trust me. No, 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 no. no, 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 I I didn't agree with you because I have this battle all the time. And lockdown has made it worse. What battle? It has made it worse. This, I have this battle with female friends of mine that, no, sex has to be a two-way thing. It's not an entitlement. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But the amount of women I know who are like, I had to do it, I let him do it, you know, I, I just let him get on with it. Oh, I do it can be bothered. And you're just like, well then where are we where are we drawing the line between something which is mutually enjoyable and something mm. which is actually quite abusive? Like it it's if we're normalizing it, which is what has happened, is that it's become normalized that you just have to feel that it's something which is And your 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 job. Do you think porn's done
2: that? Because I think we need to train our young men. Because like when when even a few years ago, like quite recently, broadband totally available. Porn, porn, porn. There's always been porn, but to be able to get it twenty four seven at a high speed, and you're only you're only thirteen years old. That's recent. That's Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, you know, if you smoke too much weed when you're 13, if you do anything of too much when you're 13, it's going to have an effect on your brain. And I think a lot of little boys that have that empathy shut down mentally. because it shows, it doesn't show empathy. I mean, how boring would empathy porn be? That's not what porn's for. Um, yeah. So we need to, we need, we need <laughs> better. Imagine it. I just want to check in with how you're feeling next. Spit it in my face. This is my video. Put it on. Uh, so, but you want to, you want to, you need, we need to train particularly our young men and our young women that this is not normal sexual conduct this is something we watch on a digital screen for fun for pleasure and then this is this is how it really is
3: which is pamela anderson's campaign i never thought in a million years as a grown woman i'd be watching interviews with pamela anderson going i fucking love you you rock because she's somebody who's been in the industry and she's got sons and she's i don't want my boys to think that that's what makes a really you know she's now like i've got to a stage in my life where i've got a really lovely relationship with a healthy sex life that's happy and healthy and that's the first time and i realized i don't want to be putting boys out into the world having these awful psychologically scarring idea of what it is to you know orgasm there we go so i was just like wicked you know i was like I never thought in a million years I'd be sitting here thinking she's awesome. Um, But I do. And I think she's absolutely brilliant. And I think it's totally, we always look at this from the viewpoint of woman, our poor woman, or she has to do this. She has to do that. Well, let's think about the damage it's doing to young men. And we're really, you know, think about how healthy our young men could be if we could, change that perception of and, and what brilliant relationships they could have they could have fantastic
2: relationships I,
3: instead they're they're destroying themselves with this fuck culture
2: I feel Sorry, like we could, I feel like we could go on a, a lot more, but I'm conscious of taking too much your time. We'll just finish, and
3: another
2: thing. Guys. I will just finish with the one point. Be careful not to go too far, lads. It's definitely sexual, un, sexually unattractive to be too empathetic. You don't want to press pause and go. I'm just going to check in with all of your sexual needs before we proceed. I've got a checklist here of different things that I might twiddle and touch. If you just draw circles on your most erogenous areas, <laughs> if you draw circles on your, I will make sure I hit all of those targets. Just to let you know, I normally hit 80% of my sexual erogenous targets. Would you like to proceed? <laughs> with coitus that's too far that's too far so just to be clear
4: that's right
2: that's that too is far. too far yeah, it's, that's just right that's it's called the checklist no i'm fine bye you've both been absolutely amazing but my empathy tells me i've taken way too much of your time so thank you very much Radzi, and thank you esther Manita. i'd like to say you could see us all live somewhere you can't you can probably see Radzi popping up all over the tv and me and esther popping up in socially distance gigs but we'll all be back to normal soon um, check out our social media. Look out for our announcements. But thank you very much, guys, for helping me pick apart empathy on this week's Boys Don't Cry. If you like what you heard, go to wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. And just imagine how good it would feel to listen with other people because that's empathy, guys. You might want to use it. Right, I'm off for a wank, but I'm being considerate. And even though I am doing it in Asda, <laughs> I'm thinking about what the other people are thinking as I approach the frozen social section. Yeah, a socially distance wank.